Welcome to My Story with Coffee, a podcast about the journey of discovering and falling in love with specialty coffee. I'm your host, Mehmet Sogan, and today I'll be sharing my story with coffee with you. Earlier, I shared my story with Sensory, and I was thinking it's about time to share how I fell in love with coffee. So growing up in France, I was surrounded by a coffee culture from a very young age. My family came from Turkey, where coffee is a staple in daily life. But as a kid, I never really understood why adults enjoy this bitter beverage so much. As a matter of fact, it was a very bitter, burnt taste, followed by lots of spoonful of sugar. But what I realized early on is that it brought people together. I immediately saw that that little beverage was a way to meet my aunts and uncles and friends. And that was the first interaction I had with coffee, not as a taste of it, but as a mean to be together, to share and communicate over a cup of coffee and some food, of course. It wasn't until I observed how cafes in Paris were places for people to meet, exchange ideas, and build communities that I started to appreciate the cultural significance of coffee. You see, the warmth and the aroma of freshly brewed coffee, even though it was a little bit bitter back in the 90s, the sound of the espresso machine and the chatter of the customer all created a sense of comfort and community that I couldn't help but be drawn to. It was a moment where I saw different people from different ethnicity and backgrounds meeting into this space called a cafe or coffee shop, having slightly over-extracted cup of coffee, but exchanging, communicating in several languages and having a good time. So in my childhood, I really, really didn't really like coffee, but the aspect of the experience was something super interesting, how it connected people together. It wasn't until I entered the professional world as an engineer that I really started to consume coffee. I wanted to be like the pros, you know, and so I started to to drink coffee to stay awake and to stay focused during long days at work. It was more a beverage uh, with instant coffee and kind of milk and creamers and sugars which is nothing wrong with it, but it was to create a, uh, an experience, to create a flavor. Back then, I didn't know what specialty coffee was, so I was making this beverage that reminded me of my childhood, which is mostly a toast with Nutella, or for a really bad one of ours in France, a croissant that we split into half and add Nutella into it. I wanted to revive the same amount of, you know, sweetness and experience, but in a more sort of professional, serious aspect of coffee in the corporate world. So I was adding a couple of, you know, sugars and hazelnut creamers to my darkly roasted coffee. As I started to drink more coffee and went to different coffee shops I and shopped different brands, I began to appreciate the complexity and the depth of flavor that coffee had to offer. It was different, yes, it was not the best, but slowly I realized that I have my own preferences. And the subtle notes of 
caramel, maybe chocolate, maybe dark chocolate on some coffees that I never knew existed in coffee. The smoothness and the sweetness of the milk and that slightly bitter aftertaste all created a sense of pleasure and a satisfaction that I never experienced before. So in my childhood, it was really about this connecting moment that I uh, that made me drawn to coffee. But during my professional uh, world, it was this uh, aspect of taste first and complexities of flavors and how things can taste different even though they come from the same uh, categories of you know ingredients. That's where I realized that a lot of ingredients are complex and the complexity of those ingredients makes life beautiful. It was during my travels in South America that I really discovered the world of specialty coffee. In Colombia, I was blown away by the taste and complexity of the coffee I tried. For the first time, I didn't have to add anything to my coffee to taste the complexities and all those flavors. And for the first time in my life, I've tasted fruity and floral as well as chocolate notes in a cup of coffee. And what is even more beautiful is that we learned the story behind each farm and the passion of the farmer all created a sense of connection and appreciation that I'd never experienced before. All that experience I wanted to revive through coffee when I was adding milk and creamers and sugars to have my childhood memories. All of a sudden, I had the same experience, but with black coffee. And that's because I discovered specialty coffee. From that moment on, at the farm in Colombia, the passion of the farmers created that wow moment where everything connected, all the dots were connected, and that appreciation for a product that was taken care of in order to give us a wonderful result through a flavor profile gave me another sort of sense of um, purpose. And that's where I really got into specialty coffee. Later on, I even did a, a barista gig in Brazil and really enjoyed the customer service aspect of it because I realized that this flavor complexity, these, um, these farmers that put all the uh, sweat, blood and tears into into producing wonderful coffees is often not understood correctly by the end consumer and sometimes not even known. That's where I enjoyed the hospitality aspect of coffee to explain where that coffee comes from, to give more information about that coffee so that you know that it exists. Because as I always say, we don't know what we don't know. And as I served coffee to customers, I saw how it brought people together and how it created a sense of community and make people happy. It was almost a, a loop back to my first experience with coffee when I was a kid in Paris, where it was a beverage that connected people together. Through hospitality, through Barista Shift, I saw how it finally bring people together with a purpose, with a sense of uh, community, and it made them happy to taste a product that was carefully taken care of by the farmer, let alone I will understand by the roaster too, and by the barista, 
to create a unique sensory experience that creates memories. Then I moved back to London to work in engineering, and um, I continued learning about uh, about coffee, of course, because uh, it was always in the back of my head, even though I was still doing uh, my um, my corporate job. I got trained in sensory, barista, brewing, roasting, and I realized how great the coffee from Colombia was uh, when I was living in London. I realized that we in richer countries have the privilege to taste the best of each producing countries. That's why I decided to create the Specialty Coffee Tasting Workshop with the objective of introducing fine coffee to a broader audience. Because we don't know what we don't know, I wanted to have a platform so that we can learn in an easy way what makes this uh, Specialty Coffee so special. And as I shared my knowledge and passion for coffee with others, I saw how it expanded the palate and how it brought them joy. Once again, this coffee tasting was a way to introduce specialty coffee um, to, uh, to a lot of people for the sake of the farmer who's acknowledged for its expertise. But ultimately, it also brings people a little bit more appreciation of the, their daily cup of coffee, all the work behind each cup of coffee that they're consuming every day. And that's how Memli Coffee was born. Once again, our mission is the same since the beginning, offering a unique sensory experience so that people can learn and enjoy more about their daily cup of coffee by consistently sourcing traceable, seasonal, and fine microlot coffee with, once again, exceptional flavor profile because that's one of the part that drawn me towards specialty coffee on how I wouldn't need it to add much to make a memorable cup of coffee. I think that's that's the idea to create memories, and uh, I hope I manage to do it through some of our coffee that we are offering, all with traceability, transparency, and of course education. At Memory Coffee Lab, we also, you know, one of the few roasters that offers full transparency of the prices we pay to the farmers. And that's a very important stance that we um, stand behind because when I was at a farm and I really, I saw the, the passion of, uh, of the farmers, uh, I couldn't help but, but create a more traceable and transparent approach when I had my, uh, my roastery. Um, we often see the passion of the baristas and the coffee people in our industries, um, in our countries. But when you talk to the farmers, you see the real passion. The real passion is when everything is bad, is when everything is uh, black and red and painful, when you keep going at it because of passion. It's it's easy to say that we are passionate when we live in a fairly safe places in the world where we have a lot of options, where we have a lot of security compared to other places in the world. But when you go there and you see those farmers, those pickers working at the coffee farm, that is true passion because they are not... They, have, they don't have a lot of options to it, but they do it because they really love it. And this is important to us because we believe that farmers should be fairly compensated for their hard work 
and the dedication. You see, they're not dedicated there. They brew or they roast for one, two, three, four, five years. It's for 10, 20 years. They're in the long, long, long-term game. And we also take a delicate roasting approach. That's more about our roasting style to bring out those unique flavors uh, in each coffee. When when you see and when you learn that there's so much going on in, in coffee farming and everything that is involved in the coffee chain, well, it, feel, it feels... To me, a little bit unfortunate to burn all those positive traits in uh, in the coffee, and that's why I always say that we focus we focus our energy on the synergy between the coffee terroir, the farming practices, the variety, and that results in outstanding coffees that creates that specific memories and emotions. It's again creating that. Um, communion, synergy between the different aspects of life, of nature, of people that makes it better. And, and we want to reveal the beauty of each coffee from the inside out. And I believe that specialty coffee should be accessible to everyone, not just a selected few. That's why we approach coffee from that emotional mood aspect of it, because that's how I got into coffee. First, through the community aspect with my family or in Paris between people. Then through the taste and the sensory. And then the farmer, the taste and, uh, and their passion for producing excellent cup of coffee. That's pushed me to create Memory Coffee Lab and showing people the quality of the terroir, the trustability aspect and all the time of course, the education. Thank you for tuning in to uh, my story with coffee. Join us uh, next time for more stories about the world of specialty coffee and more brewing. Thank you very much.